good to see you. Yeah, always good. Yeah, yes, we'll talk about that. Uh, see, everybody saying hello to Miss, uh, to uh, Mama Film Junkie. Spread it. Yeah, easy there. Easy. Easy. So, you guys are funny. You guys are good. Uh, Frank Marshall retweet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we'll talk about that because, uh, yeah, I even get annoyed with that, too. I do. Uh, I definitely do get annoyed of the whole Kathleen Kennedy stuff. And then now we got a couple of uh, bits of news when it comes to the Star Wars world. So obviously that'll be the main topic of the show today. And then, of course, we'll talk about that freaking Spider-Man trailer that's going to be showing up tomorrow, which, my God, it's just been kind of annoying for uh, we're from Eternals to Spider-Man. Anybody remember Eternals? We just kind of I mean, I still see Eternals stuff on there, but it just seems like lately like nobody's talking about Eternals anymore. <laughs> that's for sure. Which that was annoying and the whole Rotten Tomato score and everybody's freaking out about it and using it to their narratives. Now it's all about Spidey. Now it's Spidey. It's all it's all very strange and everything. And then of course, we'll talk about this guy right here. Throwing a little bit shade. Now he's the next director that's throwing shade at the uh at the cbms and then of course we'll talk about the box office because it is monday so cheers guys welcome to the end of monday got the uh, the monday night game on pretty good one we got the niners versus the rams so cheers to you niners and rams fans out there see i've, I've always told you guys i don't really have a football team i don't i like to play fantasy football and i like to just watch football never really had like my 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 team but this is a good game right here, and this is a game that my dad is a Rams fan and my brother is a Niners fan. So, yeah, so it's kind of cool because we share a little group text messaging. So, obviously, that's been going off a lot today. So, it's all been good stuff. So, anyway, so hopefully you guys uh, were good, having a good day. I had a pretty busy day. Work's been kicking my ass again, which kind of sucks, but hey keeps me busy right keeps me busy and keeps me in demand hopefully you had a good weekend and um i sure did i saw some families over the weekend because i went to a little birthday thing for uh my dad's wife my dad's new wife for newish well a couple years now um yeah i see yeah still that i don't consider you don't call stepmom you know i'm i'm 38 yeah you don't really call it hey stepmom hey no you don't do that you don't do that it's just, you know, you always kind of like, you don't really, what do you, when do you consider, eh, but anyways, it was a birthday thing for her, and uh, they had this whole place, this whole spot in the desert that was rented out, it was pretty fun, saw some family members, met some of the other family on the other side that I have not met before, so that was cool, but had a good time, uh, so that's why there was no Batman the Fanimated, if anybody was wondering, but yeah, that's what I did, hung out with fans, fans, yep, dad's a Rams fan, but uh but yeah hung out some family and all that and it was good it was good and then uh yeah just had a lazy lazy day yesterday lazy day lazy day what's going on there carrie you're writing a quiz oh there you go quiz those kids do it do it uh you're a steelers fan and they failed to defeat the super yeah no it was a tie though so the the the, the lions still don't have a win still don't have a win see Okay, so now, see, Lane, he's very much gay for Garza. Gay for Garza. It's okay. I think a lot of people are. It's fine. A lot of us are. But anyways, yep, good weekend. Pretty good weekend. Um, and then this weekend will be just a normal weekend. And then, of course, we've got the Thanksgiving weekend, which is just coming up real quick, which I'm going to be out of town for that, too. I'm actually going to be going to Vegas and doing a whole family thing over there. So, yeah, there'll, there'll be no vodka stream or pro- and. 
I don't think there'll be a Batman stream that weekend too. So just letting you guys know, holidays are you know are coming up. And uh, oh, that was a nice throw and a nice catch. Holy lord, this is going to be a good game. Even though the Niners are already up like twenty-one to seven, that's crazy. But we're almost at the half anyway. So yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I know I'm abandoned. Well, just, you know, a couple days. Sometimes you just got to take a break. You guys got to take a break, too. Go spend time with the family. It's that time. I got to start doing my Christmas shopping, man. That's just going to creep up on me. Last year, I was really good. When it came to Christmas shopping, man, I just, I was like, I, I got ahead of it. So I got to, like, I got to start, like, this week. Just start figuring out some things, you know. And I might go somewhere this weekend and uh, try to look for some stuff. You know, because there's only so many things, so there's only so many things. Why do Americans call their game football? Because we didn't think hand, hand egg, hand egg just didn't have quite the, uh, they didn't have, it didn't have quite the, uh, the, the appeal, I guess, in the name. Who wanted to say hand egg? Because yes, the ball is shaped like an egg, and most of the time, everybody's holding on to it. There's only like two different times that, it's actually a football. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Trust me, it doesn't make sense because, you know, there's only like the kickoff. No, three times, I should say. Kickoff, field goal, and then, of course, the uh, punt. So, yeah, it's the only time that it's really a football. But other than that, it is a hand ball or a hand egg. It's not the shape of as a ball. It doesn't make sense. But, hey, it's been football for many, many decades now. And now when that's just the way it is. That's what we do it over here in America. It's what we do over here in America. We drink, we get fat, and we call things football. It's not really much football. El football, el football americano. That's what, uh, that's what, how you say it in Spanish. El football americano. That's right. Roll that tongue. So our footballs look more like foot, look like a foot than soccer balls. True. It's very true. It is kind of more of a shape of a foot. So I guess you could look at it like that. It's not too shabby. So. It's fine, but yeah, we're we're weirdos over here. It's fine, but hey, what could he do? Yeah, it's okay if you're late, man. How's it going, Mr. Music Man? Yeah, better late than never. That's what they say, right? Better late than never. All right, let's go to the tweets, huh? Let's see what's happening in the Twitter world. What's happening with the weekend? All that stuff. There's plenty of the talk about over here. Yep, I gotta open up a new. There we go. All right. Commercial time. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to be watching something, too. Something new just came out when it came to uh, the whole Spider-Man stuff. Something new that will be added to the uh, to the segment when we talk about the uh, the Spider-Man trailer that just came out right now. And it's like, ugh. Oi. I, I, I just want to see the trailer. And that's it. Just want to see the trailer and be like, cool. All right. I'll buy my tickets. Good. Uh, anyways. <laughs> it's just, I'm getting annoyed the way things are now. Can you, I mean, I guess I've always been annoyed, but anyways. Let's go to the tweets. Go to the tweets. All right, let's see what's happening. Of course, we've got this. This happening right here. And uh, happy two-year anniversary uh, for when Zack Snyder posted this image, which we did not see in the Snyder Cut. We did not see this image right here. Wondering still what exactly came or, like, what was exactly happening because, obviously, we got the uh, the BVS suit. He's not wearing, Bat, uh, Ben Affleck is not wearing the Justice League suit. He's wearing the BVS suit right here. So it is interesting. But we didn't see this in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I guess maybe after a little bit, it was like realizing that, eh, 
I guess we didn't need some of that because obviously it'd be some kind of flashback or something that maybe just didn't add to the story. So it's interesting. But I remember this right here. Remember when uh, people thought the uh, VFX were finished and they, in fact, were not. Because obviously we could see this shot right here of the opening where, yeah, the VFX were not, in fact, done. I remember, god damn, yeah, so many memories about that. Jeez. So many memories. And then this poor guy, this poor guy, this poor guy right here, man, Andrew Garfield. Uh, he cannot wait. He cannot wait until this movie is out because no matter what, he's trying to promote a different movie and he just keeps getting asked about Spider-Man. That's all he gets asked about. So here we go. We do have to ask you about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we do have to. No, you don't. You don't. But at least he's smiling and laughing about it. See? Okay, so he said he's better at his. What do you mean there, Andrew? You mean acting? You mean saying, you know, acting like you're not in the movie? Of course, that's exactly. I think he kind of just gave it away right there. You're good at your jobs. He's better at mine because he can actually def he could deflect the question right there. So good on Andrew. I actually really like that response right there. I, I, I'm not in the film. I, I love Spider-Man. I always have. I was so happy to, to, to have played the part. And, and I'm so excited to see what they do with the third one, just like you guys are, to be honest. No, that's not like a diplomatic answer. Like, I really, really mean it. Like, I love Tom Holland. I love John Watts. I love Andy Pascal and Kevin Feige and what they've done with those movies and that character. Is, you know, it's an important character to me. So I'm just really excited to see what happens in the third one, as you guys are. Andrew, well done, Andrew. See, he's good at his job. See, really good at his job. Good job. Good job, Andrew. We all know what's going on, but hey, you know, he's not the werewolf. Yeah, but that was just that, I, the way that he said that right there was like perfect. It was just a perfect way to say it because he was like, yeah, you guys are good at your job. I'm better at mine. And he just showed you right there because he was just like, I'm not in it. I'm excited for this. And he didn't miss a beat, man. Did not miss a beat. So he knows. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, he got that locked down right there. So that's good. Uh, the Batgirl uh, director, Adil Al-Arbi, if I'm saying his name right, probably not, has announced that John Matheson will be the cinematographer for the movie. He has worked on Gladiator, X-Men First Class, and Logan, so that's good. So apparently throwback to the great evening with Ridley and Russell in 2016. And now our cinematographer for Batgirl is the great John Matheson, who shot Gladiator Crazy How Life Turns Out. So there you go, man. And uh, Hamadalia. All right. So there you go. So now they got we got a we got a cinematographer for Batgirl. And hey, he's got quite the resume right there. So there you go. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. So at least we know, hey, we got somebody that's going to be working on it, and we know for a fact that we're, it's going to be shot pretty well. That's for damn sure. So, of course, we'll talk about that. Hey, look at this. Okay. So this is interesting because a while back we heard that, yes, in fact, that they were going to do a Lethal Weapon 5. Now, I love the Lethal Weapon franchise. Absolutely love it. And anytime that Christmas rolls around, well, I consider, well, at least the first one, a Christmas movie. Let's face it. When, uh, when it comes to uh, 80s action films and Christmas, well, it's Die Hard and Lethal Weapon are right up there to watch. They just, they just are. I consider them Christmas movies. I don't care. 
But uh, obviously, yeah, we have a whole franchise when it come, we came to Lethal Weapon 5. Love them. And I thought Lethal Weapon 4 was a pretty good send-off, was a pretty pretty good ending for the franchise. But apparently, they still want to do more. I'm just like going, holy shit, you guys are, I mean, talk about being old for this shit. I mean, it's, but at the same time, it's just kind of going like, all right, I could see them being in like more of the, uh, obviously, they're going to be in like the captain's role. Mel Gibson could still do some pretty good action stuff. Danny Glover, maybe not so much. Mel Gibson's just, you know, kind of a beast when you see him. You know, it's like, yeah, he's still, you know, still very much in shape to do some of this action stuff. Maybe, you know, Danny Glover more of like, hey, maybe he can be on the other end of uh, of um, of the ear, you know, like uh, just talking to him or something like that. But then at the same time, I could see uh, I could see Danny Glover showing up, showing up and saving the day at the end with his six shooter that he always had. So, but uh, apparently what's going to happen, though, is uh, Mel Gibson is actually now in talks to direct the movie. You know, obviously, Richard Donner passed recently, and, uh, you know, may he rest in peace. That to- totally struck a chord in uh, in the film world, obviously, because, you know, it's Richard fucking Donner. But, yeah, it says Mel Gibson reportedly saw, saw it right to continue the development of the film as the proper tribute to his friend and the late director of the franchise. So it sounds like this is not just in talks. It sounds like this is exact. This is what Mel Gibson, in fact, wants to do. OK, because obviously it was in development. It was in development with Richard Donner that probably this film, probably this sequel would have been his last movie. His definitely would have been if he, you know, if he uh, was still with us, it would have been his last movie. But now Mel Gibson wants to go like, hey, let's do this. By the way, whatever happened to the sequel to Passion of the Christ? Isn't he doing that, too? Is he developing that? Is that actually happening? What's happening with that? I mean, are we just going to get to the point where he's like turning, you know, water into wine and walking on water? What's going on with that? I mean, obviously, the first one was all about I mean, I still think like, geez, kudos to Mel Gibson for having the balls to be like, hey, guess what, guys, let's do a a film about Jesus. No, 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 not all the good stuff about Jesus. Let's, uh, let's do a film about Jesus where he, where, you know, his last remaining hours as, you know, being alive, getting whipped and getting staked to the cross. And he was like, that's what I want to do. And I'm, and I don't think any, uh, any studio really wanted to touch it. So he kind of did it himself and ended up being like a huge movie, but Anyways, um, I think this is going to end up happening because it sounds like uh, sounds like it's uh, just a kind of like a short thing when it comes to that. Can't wait for the multiverse Jesus. There you go. I remember Family Guy did a uh, did a whole did a whole uh, episode about uh, Passion of the Christ too with Chris Tucker. That was pretty funny. It's pretty good. So, but anyways, so hey, you know what? If they have a good script and it's coming along, I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm perfectly okay with it because, you know, who doesn't like Riggs and Murtaugh? I mean, they are the pinnacle. When you're talking about buddy cop movie, that is what you look at. You look at Riggs and Murtaugh. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously with Shane, Shane West, I don't know if he's, uh, is, is he going to be like, is it Shane West? That's what his name is, right? Yeah. Remember the guy who was like, you know, who was in, who, um, am I saying that? Is it Shane West? Right. God, I'm like drawing and drawing a blank. Um, you guys tell me uh, that doesn't sound right, though. Who uh, who who wrote the uh, the first? And then he did Nice Guys. And he's very good, of course, doing the buddy cop. So is, is it Shane West? Why why is that not it's Shane something, right? See, I'm my stuff's blowing up right here, and I'm, I wonder if he's gonna have like kind of some kind of hand on in it. So I wonder if he has like a hand in it when it comes to uh, writing the script and stuff. Anyways, all right, so there's a good gif of uh, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Catwoman right there. And then, of course, here's the uh, full-on article right there. 
from Deadline, which I retweeted. Yeah. You are all, and we're all going to hell. <laughs> Why is that, Mattia? Why? Because we're talking about Passion of the Christ, too? Is that what's going on? And hey, look at this! Paramount Plus. We're finally getting a live-action Halo, guys. I don't know if you saw this, but finally getting a live-action Halo. What? Master Chief. How long did that take? That took so long for a freaking finally we're going to get a a live action Halo series. It took this long. It's going to actually be a series. So, I mean, it has all the markings of Halo or whatever. You got the music. You got what it looks like. Maybe it could be something cool. I don't know. I don't know. Master Chief, yeah, I know. I don't know who's playing them. That's the thing. It's like this is supposed to come out next year. They haven't announced anything. My guess is it's not going to be anybody known. It's not going to be really anybody known. I think they're going to bank on the fact that it's Halo, so they just assume, like, all right, people are going to watch this thing. We don't have to have anybody, like, super known. Maybe, like, some people will know them, but I don't think it's going to be, like, like a full-on name. It's playing Master Chief. I don't know. That's 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 what I think. I don't I don't think so. But it, I mean, I'm just saying. Finally, finally, that's gonna happen. I mean, people have been begging for it. Uh, it's what's gonna be funny though, because once it comes out, people are gonna be shitting all over it. Probably, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah, who knows? What's going on, Niner fan? You watching your game right now? Yeah, good to see you. And let's all appreciate the red dress and uh, Gal Gadot. I did, in fact, watch Red Notice over the weekend. I watched it on Saturday. No, I watched it Sunday, I think. I don't even remember. I think it was Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's how my weekend was, guys. I don't remember things. But, um, yeah, she looked fantastic. She did fantastic. You know, Red Notice, it's nothing like too crazy and too like, oh my God, rush to see it. No, it's just a fun movie. It's full of uh, all kinds of tropes. So tro- It's so tropey that there is actually a line from Ryan Reynolds where he just gets very, you know, self-aware. It's towards the end, and I actually laughed out loud. Like, well, I laughed out loud a, a bit of times because there are some pretty funny moments. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds have great chemistry. And, uh, but there's a a line that Ryan Reynolds says that literally just like, ah, I was like, ah, yeah, see, that's, that's hilarious. It was almost, it was almost like he was just, I mean, obviously he's, anytime you see Ryan Reynolds, it's almost like he's, you know, obviously it's just Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, but it was almost, it was very like a Deadpool type line right there. But, uh, yeah, but Gal Gadot, my God, my God, she looked uh, pretty damn good as she does. And she did awesomely because, you know, she kind of she is pretty much the bad guy in this movie. So, you know, it was nice to see that that kind of thing that she was the bad guy. But, yeah, that red dress was just something else. But we also see her Shane Black. Thank you. It took so long. I was like, it's not Shane West. That's an actor, right? Shane Black. Thank you. Errors likely. I appreciate that. I was like, I know that doesn't sound right. I knew that didn't sound right. So pretty good. Uh, have you guys seen this, uh, this trend? Apparently like there's a lot of people that are doing this, uh, TikTok video where they literally, um, they do this like four corners thing and, you know, you kind of make an image like this. So, so this is all happening right here. Um, yeah. So you take it with each one to like try to create something. (laughs) 
it's uh it's pretty interesting so it's like all right do that but then it just looks like supergirl with balls <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty good uh i laughed at that when i saw that yeah Supergirl with big, huge balls. Yes, that's what that looked like. That's what that looked like. Hey, when are we going to get another attempt at a live-action Phantom? Look at that shit from Alex Ross right there. Beast. I mean, we had that one in the 90s with Billy Zane, which, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. But still, i tell you. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll talk. I'm going to talk about this freaking poster We'll talk about that with all the um, with all the stuff. We'll even talk about that too. A lot of Spider-Man stuff we'll be talking about. So, uh, but this is also also interesting too because Barry Cohen that was brought to my attention. I've been saying his last name wrong, but apparently it's Cohen. Uh, he posted this on his Instagram. You know, with all the uh, sorry, my nose is kind of runny today. I've had like I don't know if it's allergies or what. Something has been attacking my nose. So I I, I swear to God I didn't like you know sniff anything before. Uh, snort anything before the, the show, I swear. Just the normal stuff. Anyways, um, so yeah, Barry went to his Instagram video and posted this right here, and a lot of people are going like, what? <laughs> yeah, because he because he laughed. <laughs> That's what it is, because he laughed. And, you know, the whole rumor about it is like, oh, yeah, he's playing the Joker. He's playing the Joker. He might be playing the Joker. What the hell? Um, so a lot of people were kind of freaking out about that because, and then there's another piece of the puzzle too, which I think is further down on my tweets. So, you know, I don't know. It's all very interesting. And, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, uh, apparently in the UK, you're going to see it on December 15th. So two days before people in the UK, good on you. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. I thought this was pretty funny too. Daredevil when She-Hulk sends him nudes. It's like, what? Bird! <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny until you realize that Daredevil's blind. And then you kind of go, okay, well, that doesn't really make sense, but still, I like the effort. Yeah. So, it's whatever. It's fine. It's still a funny, uh, still a funny video. <laughs> Uh, should have been, yeah, somebody else. But, uh, yeah, and then we got Sylvester Stallone. He's reporting to the set of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So he will be returning in his character right there. So he posted that on his official Instagram. Of course, we'll talk about that. We got some David Ayer showing some behind-the-scenes of Fury right there. That's pretty cool. Some more David Ayer-ness. Some cool Shang-Chi stuff. And then we just got a ha 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 uh, she's got red hair, and I, now all of a sudden I'm like, uh, can we get Rebecca Ferguson as Poison Ivy? Anyone? Anyone? I'm down for that. I'm down for that. See right here, she's just she's got the green dress, she's got the red hair. Poison Ivy, right there. Anybody? Okay. Tuesday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, we got that rogues gallery. I have this. Uh, I have this picture on my wall, but this is like an old style one. This is like a different style one, but I have that. Uh, what this image is based off of, I have that on my wall, obviously in the, uh, the the lounge right there. And then look at this. Oh, he's so adorable, like a kid going out trick or treating. This looks fake as hell. <laughs> 
Tell me that, that when you first saw this, you were like, no, that's not real. This looks fake as shit. Nope, apparently it's real. It's in fact real. This is Henry Cavill. This is Henry Cavill um, doing the... T- I mean, we saw the beautiful images that Zach took. <laughs> this is like straight out just from a cell phone. It's low quality. He's just standing there. And it looks pretty ridiculous. And, and mind you, remember that Henry Cavill, when he first put on the costume, he thought he felt fat in it. And it's like, really? I mean, I mean, look at how small he is, guys. Look how small he looks. He looks really small. I mean, he looks like he's in shape, but my God, when you see what he turned into, holy Lord, you know? And then we got, I mean, this was like the official shot that, of course, uh, Zach took, which I think, uh, um, see, when you look at the first one, he's got some stubble. He's got some stubble right there. The hair is the same, and then they were like, all right, shave, and then he shaved right there, and I think that really helped it. But, uh, yeah, and then there was like all these different, like, you know, concept art jeez look at that one with this cape right here the cape over the shoulders right there with the emo hair come on that's not really emo hair that's almost beatles-esque i don't know but yeah some of the concept art right there which is pretty cool and then of course the black suit man some concepts right there that uh they, they posted too you know just other concepts from man of steel some of those are pretty much uh, legit right there. Look at that. Look at that right there. Look at how Zod was drawn right there. That is pretty crazy. Kryptonian prisoner restraint. It's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just funny just to go from that. Oh, man, to go from that to, uh, let's see, I think I posted it. To go from that to this. I mean, come on. Look at that. Look at that transition. I mean, talk about evolution right there, man. I mean, obviously, this is like two movies in, but man, I mean, I think it's just something about the this, this shot right here. I just absolutely loved this shot right here. You know, I love the fact that the suit doesn't look all bright and everything like that. And it's just a great shot of how he looked in uh, BBS right there. But to go from that to this and, you know, I mean, when it comes to costumes, I mean, that that costume was strictly for Christopher Reeves. Okay, that was his that was his costume. It worked. It worked for his body type. And uh, when it comes to Cavill, I mean, they obviously they were going to mold. They were going to do something different. But my God, talk about an evolution right there, man. Look at how big this motherfucker is. I mean, sucking those uh, human growth hormones down and just uh, eating bits of drywall, you know, full on protein diet right there. So. Pretty awesome stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it just, I, I tell you what, I thought these were not real, but apparently it's just, that does not look real. It doesn't look real. It looks like somebody drew that. It looks like somebody drew that and then put his head on it. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, anyways, he looks adorable. That's all I got to say about that. This is pretty funny right here. No Way Home premiere. Yeah, what are they going to do? Sneak in Andrew Garfield and fucking Tobey Maguire? Are they going to get a screener for it? Who knows? Uh, congratulations to uh, Chris uh, Aria Gada, if I'm saying his name right. I apologize, but HBO Max uh, Caribbean, they posted his uh, fandom posters right here, which is pretty awesome. Obviously one of Cavill in the black suit and then one of uh, Christopher Reeve, which is uh, really good art right there. And holy shit, guys, I want to get this T-shirt so bad, but I don't know. 
I don't know because these uh, t-shirts go for really cheap. So I'm thinking that they're going to be cheap uh, t-shirts as in they're going to feel like sandpaper on my skin. But this is a pretty awesome uh, t-shirt. I don't know. I'm, I, you know, it's only like 13 bucks apparently. But yeah, Cage Fighter and it shows like all his crazy like <laughs> characters and his crazy faces in very much the uh, in the Street Fighter format. So saw that and I was like, oh man. I don't know. I think I need to get it, but I just worry it's going to be some cheap fucking t-shirt. I've done that so many. How many times have you guys been burned when you see like a cool t-shirt on Amazon or somewhere and then you get it and it feels like goddamn like it's made out of freaking sandpaper. That's what I don't like because I have sensitive skin, guys. I have sensitive skin. I like soft. I like the tri-blend. This shirt right here is soft. You know, I like that. I like soft fabric, but it's a really awesome t-shirt. It really is. Uh, here's all the bat, the bat, lo the bat symbols in the sky, bat signals in the sky right here, which is pretty cool stuff. Like it. Who doesn't love that? And, uh, hopefully you guys checked out the vodka stream, had, uh, Allie Brooks, Miss Superhive right there. So, and then, uh, speaking of, uh, Barry Cohen and, uh, the Joker, he was asked by, uh, Chris Killian about it naturally. And this is what he had to say. I loved also that this is like the first Marvel movie that makes DC references, and you're actually going to be in the Batman too. That's which no, is wild. Talk we can't talk about that. You can't talk about the Batman. Can't talk about that. <laughs> I loved yes. also that this is like. He can't talk about it, guys. That doesn't mean anything, though. Doesn't mean anything. I honestly don't think he is going to be the Joker. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't think that's going to be the case. But he, he can't talk about it, but nobody can. That's the thing. Nobody who's a part of this movie, part of the cast, cannot talk about the Batman. That's just NDAs right there. I, it doesn't matter if you had barely, like, if, if you were in the background uh, holding up a Batman, you know, doll or something like that. That person cannot say anything about the Batman right now. I I highly doubt that he is, but then if they maybe they do some kind of craziness, I don't know. But it's not sounding like that's actually going to be the case, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Matthias talked about Zach was operating the camera on Army all the time, and it was so impressive. I did one handheld shot on Thieves for five minutes, and I thought to myself, holy shit, this is so heavy. How did Zach do it in the middle of the desert 80 degrees out? I think it was I think it was higher than 80 degrees, by the way, Matthias. But then again, you know, we deal with uh, a different kind of system over here. We don't do Celsius. Um, but yeah, he talks about how Zach did this this whole time. Well, the reason why, uh, Matthias, look at the arms. Look at the biceps. Look at the veins. The guy is a beast. And he's dedicated. That just shows you right there. What other, uh, you know, what other directors out there are doing that kind of shit? Huh? Uh, not many. Not many for sure. But, yeah, that's the reason why right there. Okay? Biceps and triceps and shoulders and traps. All that stuff. So, that's pretty cool right there. That's a cool shot with the two different cameras. I like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And see, this was uh, posted too. So going, I mean, there's so much stuff talking about Barry Cohen as uh, as 
<laughs> as a Joker. This is his brother right here that said, so it's finally out. My brother playing the Joker in the new Batman Unreal stuff. See, and I made the joke, and somebody did some fan art right there of him as a Joker. I made the joke. I was like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking forward to seeing Batman Unreal stuff. So a lot of people are passing this around over the weekend, and it's just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously... He's actually telling you guys that it's not real. That's why he capitalized Batman on real stuff. Because it's not real. <laughs> if, if it were real, he'd be in a shit ton of trouble. Okay, So Barry is not playing the Joker, guys. He definitely is not playing the Joker. Uh, you know, if, Or they're going to do some kind of a rope-a-dope kind of thing. I don't know. If that's the case, then power to him. But, it, but I mean, there's no way in hell that he, uh, he'd be posting something like this. I mean, some people are like, did he just get really drunk and post this? No, he's just trolling. He's just totally trolling. So, yeah, the fact that he capitalized unreal stuff, that just kind of shows you right there that, yes, it's not real. Not real, guys. Not real. That's why I even joked. I said, but I'm looking forward to Batman unreal stuff. So it's just fake news, guys. Like Jose said, it's not going to be Joker, okay? It's all fake news. Okay, but nothing, no fake news comes out of, of where I come from. That's right. Everything's real. Okay, everything's real. Like my tan, like my hair, like everything that I say. It's real. Anyways, um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, the second film during the pandemic, crossed 200 million domestic. So congratulations to Venom right there. It's good stuff. This will be us tomorrow waiting for the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. We'll all be standing there in shorts and a hoodie. Jesus Christ, what did they do to our boy? <laughs> God. Uh, hey, whatever. If there's some people that like it, cool. I'm all about the uh, I'm all about the uh, that Edward Norton Hulk that we got. That was pretty badass. Uh, even the, the first Avengers Hulk was cool. But yeah, now it's this. <laughs> Oh, man, that's rough. It's just rough. Oh, this is hilarious right here. This is so hilarious right here. This is <laughs> Come on. Ah, oh, that's just good. That's just good. That's just good stuff. Ah, oh, you got to love the internet. Got to love the internet. And then some people were saying, like, yeah, yeah, the big surprise. What if the big surprise was that they, you know what? There's got to be, you know, oh, we'll talk about it. We'll fucking talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about everything. We'll do all that. Uh, yeah, this is pretty cool right here. Rain Wilson and uh, what's her name? Where, uh, they, re they redid this from Galaxy Quest. It's pretty cool. Per they, they pretty much nailed it, man. They fucking nailed it pretty well. It's good. Rain Wilson and uh, what's her name? Missy Pyle. I always forget her name, but yeah, that's her name. Ah, uh, Tina Gao, man. Oh, this woman right here. That is a beautiful shot. Jace, when you see her play, oh, man, when you see, oh, come on, come on. All right, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. We will talk about all that. Back to it. All right, guys. Let's talk about Patty Jenkins first, though, and Kathleen Kennedy. Let's talk about these ladies first because, yes, this is the new information that's coming out is the fact that uh, 
Patty Jenkins is uh, well. I mean, this is all. This is what's interesting, though. It's like nothing's official yet, so take everything with a grain of salt, as per usual. This is all puck news, apparently. This is where all this is coming from. So this is where all like this where the Kathleen Kennedy thing was coming from, where everything's coming from. But um, I mean, there are some articles which is interesting. There's an article right here from StarWarsNews.net that I'll talk about that, too. But now this is coming from like a puck news or whatever. But apparently it says like, yes, that uh, yeah, pretty much Patty Jenkins not going to be doing her Star Wars movie, which we all kind of wondered when we heard about the delay last week. It's crazy how quickly everything goes. Um, and they're kind of just saying like, yeah, creative differences and all that stuff. And uh, there's some people, too, like what's been uh, talked about out there. Is uh, let's see, let me find that. Where is that tweet? Ah, oh, crap! I just closed something that I probably shouldn't have. All right, well, now there it is, right there. Okay, so this is it right here. I found it. So Star Wars stuff said Patty Jenkins reportedly had creative differences with Lucasfilm. Top f- filmmakers are dying to make a Star Wars movie. That is not true. I love it when people say that. Top filmmakers are dying to make a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I really don't. Uh, some some of them are like, fuck no, I, why would I want to direct that stuff? Top filmmakers are dying to make a Star Wars movie until they sign on and experience the micromanagement and plot, and pl- plot point by committee process. Jenkins wasn't willing to dick around. So that's a quote right there. I wouldn't say like all top. Maybe some, because, you know, I mean, even Zack Snyder tried to, uh, you know, pitch a... A Star Wars idea, and thank God, thank the movie gods that Zack Snyder didn't get that green light for his Star Wars film because it just there's just no way they would have let him do what he wanted to do. That's why I'm so excited for Rebel Moon because we're gonna get a Zack Snyder Star Wars that not that doesn't have the foundation of what is already there. There's no origins, there's no already, you know, decades worth of mythology and whatnot that he has to like work with no it's his very own thing that's what i love about it that's why you know that's why i'm glad that zach is really just going like i'm creating now ip okay i've he's done so much when it comes to existing ip so much you know when it comes to dc and uh you know your 300 and then even just just the remake of dawn of the dead for god's sakes what he did with that it's just been uh pretty great but uh again i mean when it comes to Patty Jenkins, holy shit. I mean, remember when she was supposed to do Thor to Dark World and that didn't go well? That didn't go well. It seems like Patty, you know, and a lot of people too, it's weird seeing the timeline because a lot of people, a lot of people like shit on Wonder Woman 84, which, you know, I could see that. I can see why, you know, let's face it, it's not, uh, I, by no means do I think it's like the worst movie ever. It's certainly watchable, sure. There isn't, there's parts I enjoy, a lot of parts I don't. <laughs> You know, as you watch it, I've probably watched it maybe three times now. And, uh, you know, it's not that great. Yeah, sure. But a lot of people were kind of wondering if it was mainly uh, Studio Fuckery and Jeff Johns and whatnot. And I'm like, no, nope. I think it was they, they let her do her thing. She wanted to do something. Patty Jenkins grew up with the Wonder Woman TV show. OK, she wanted to do she wanted to pay homage to that big time. And if you actually watch that movie, it's like, yeah, that's very much an homage to the TV show. She wanted to do something completely different. And I respect her for that. I really do. I respect her for that, because when I look at the first Wonder Woman movie, I always go, that's top tier. 
That is definitely top tier DCEU. That is, you know, it's behind Man of Steel, Justice League, and of course, you know, BBS and stuff. But I, you know, I think um, it's up there in that top tier uh, DC DCEU stuff, you know. But, you know, a lot of, but I think she, when it came to the second time around, she really wanted to make something that was an homage to to the TV show. And essentially she did that. I think she kind of missed a mark when it came to catching up, you know, in the eighties and stuff like that. It was just, I still kind of wonder like, what the hell, you know, that first trailer, everybody, you had everybody going. You're like, Oh yeah, we're going to get some eighties music and whatnot. You can't watch that first trailer and not just like, yeah, not just Bob your head. But then when it came to the movie, not so much, just kind of like, whew, just kind of, yeah, tell you, I just, yeah, I don't know. But um, it's like, yeah, can you, can you inject a little bit more 80s in there, Patty? Huh? Just a little bit more? No? That, that, that's what I kind of wonder, though, too, though. When it came to what she wanted, how much 80s stuff she wanted to put in there with music and stuff, I kind of wonder if that is when the studio said, no, we can't afford that. We can't afford that. We're doing all this stuff. We can't afford it. We can't afford, we can't afford all these different songs that are going to cost a shit ton to just put in the movie. Maybe that's where the studio fuckery came in. I don't know. That, that'd be a question to ask Patty right there. Is like, did you want to have like some more 80s references, 80s songs in your movie? Maybe she did, and, they, and Warner Brothers said, no, we can't do that. Maybe that's what happened with that. I don't know. But I saw some somebody posted also, too, when it came, you know, speaking of Wonder Woman 84 and speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, apparently... Who knows? Like, again, it's like you see something random on the Internet. It's like you can't really just take it with like that's the truth. But I saw something on my timeline saying that and it was adding to the information saying that Kathleen Kennedy did not like Wonder Woman 84. And maybe that was like a part of it. You know, and other people have talked about that, too, which, you know, what? you never know. You never know. That baby could have been a part of it. Like maybe he was like. Shoot, maybe they didn't they were like when they saw the reception for Wonder Woman 84 and it was not quite. You know, not a lot of people were going like, oh, you know, it's like totally goo goo gaga over it. You know, it just kind of makes you wonder, it does kind of make you wonder, like maybe that added to it. Or it was like, eh, I don't know if this person's going to be right for it, even though it's like, I mean, they had that whole thing. Like I said, you know, with my little sketch at the beginning, I mean, they had that whole announcement. It's like, how do you not go full force into it? Pardon the pun. How do you not go full force into it when you already have, like, have everything? You have that established right there. But, I mean, who knows, man? It's all just stupid and crazy. It's like it must suck for some of these directors to be, like, developing something that's really cool that you're really excited for for a year. And then all of a sudden things just something happens and they go, no, we don't want this. We don't want that. And then you fight for it and you can't get it. Man, that's that, that must really suck. That must really kind of, you know... God, man, it must be just just to be a filmmaker and when you land a gig like this and then you, you want to have ideas out there, it's like either you say, fuck no, I'm not going to do this if you don't want to do my ideas or you just go with it, you know? How many directors that have been part of like some of these big franchises like Star Wars and like, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they just kind of went, okay, and they just like put their head between their legs and just went, all right, I guess I'll I'll make the movie you want, you know? How many times does that happen? Kind of makes you wonder, you know? But then you hear like James Gunn that always praises them. But he'll also say that he had more he had more uh, freedom at Warner Brothers than he did at Marvel. I don't know. 
There's just so many things out there. But at the same time, you just kind of go like, well, when things work, things work. But the, thing, the fact of the matter is, when it comes to Star Wars films, let's face it, they're not working as much as they should be working. So, yeah, it's uh, it's all interesting. It's all interesting. And then, of course, uh, the other news of the day was the fact that Kathleen Kennedy did get signed on for three more years uh, as Lucasfil- for Lucasfilms right here. And this is, uh, I mean, like I said, this is all just kind of whatever the hell. This is right here. Uh, this is StarWarsNews.net. Kathleen Kennedy has re-upped her Lucasfilm contract for three more years. Okay, and it says right here, Matthew uh, Bologna's latest op-ed for Puck. Again, this is from Puck. Casually revealed that Kathleen Kennedy would be extending her tenure at Lucasfilm for another three years. Kennedy has a lot of good things happening at Lucasfilm, and I'm told she recently re-upped her deal for another three years. So... There you go. You could do all that. Eric uh, Vespi right here. Vespa. Vespa. Uh, but how could it be? A bunch of sputtering mad YouTube randos with walls of Funkos behind them said their uncle's cousin's roommate works at Lucasfilm and heard Kathleen Kennedy was on the way out. Yes. My God. Can Doomcock shut the fuck up now? Can he? Can Doomcock shut the fuck up? Is he incapable of shutting the fuck up with that mask on and everything? Uh, this is what I, yeah. This is what it's going to be funny. I mean, the videos aren't going to stop, too, by the way. There's always going to be that section of YouTubers, of nerd YouTubers, that just uh, deal in rage, rage bait. I guess you could say rage bait click, you know. I see it on, I see it a lot. I follow some of these guys, too. You know, and I, and I just kind of look over, and I, and, I, and I always see, I'm like, it's just like every week there's a new there's a new video that they post that Kathleen Kennedy is on her way out, on her way out. Now, do I necessarily think that Kathleen Kennedy is like, you know, she's the one that's just making things just awesome that, you know, at Lucasfilm? No. Maybe she is fucking things up. Maybe. But they're keeping her around, it seems. Who knows if, like, you know, some of the bad decisions that have been made, like with Rise of Skywalker, Solo, and all that, maybe that was partly her. Probably could have been. You know, and uh, I'm not necessarily saying that she's just like 100% like, man, she is just the brainchild. She is just making it work over there. Because obviously, when it comes to the movies, it's just not, it's it's kind of a shit show. The, the TV shows, but I mean, we could blame like Favreau and what's his name, Filani or whatever. We could do, we, yeah, those guys. Those guys are the ones that are really handling that kind of stuff right there. Um, so I think like a lot of that has to do with them. And then she just kind of looks over and kind of ha- has some trust in them and everything. So. But, um, yeah, when it comes to the movies, they're a shit show. They are a shit show. So maybe it has something to do with her. Who knows? But it doesn't seem like she's going to be losing her job anytime soon. But, yes, they'll continue to be more and more uh, making those videos. I mean, I always see they always seem like to use like the same stuff. Everything is woke. See, that's the problem is woke, woke culture is, you know, got so woke that it created this counter woke that. Now is everything is woke. Every damn thing is woke. No matter what it is, it's woke, 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 woke. You know, so that's just what happens. There's always going to be that equal side. You get too woke over here where everything's woke, woke, woke. Then you're just going to have that response that's going to totally just swing the other way. And everything is woke. Now, no matter what it is, it's woke. And they're going to use like the same, they're going to use like the same, like, you know, SJW uh, PNG file of that girl going, ah, you know, or something like that. They're always going to use that. 
it's just funny because I see those thumbnails and I'm like, can't you just do something different with the thumbnail or is it going to be the same? And it's all rage bait clicking. That's what it is. It really is. Like, I totally understand. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that some of the stuff right now, yes, it can be pretty damn woke and you can see it and you're like, holy shit. Sure. But it's like not everything, not everything though. That's the thing. Not everything is super woke. That's the thing. That is the thing. So I don't know. That's just me right there. Uh, that's what I thought. <sighs> yeah, woke doesn't even mean that people are using the term for, yeah. Unless I checked, Jose, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's just all crazy. People are crazy. It's all funny. It's all good and dandy, right? The only one I don't agree is with the prequels. Yeah, prequels. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the prequels. Endgame, uh, <laughs> woman shining moment. Yeah, that was pretty woke. That was ridiculous because that did that just felt forced. When you talk about Avengers Endgame and when it was all the girls coming in, coming in and they're like, she has backup. That was ridiculous. I remember just going, oh, my God. OK, that that was played at like that was in your face. Like, hey, look what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. We're going to do this. And it was just like, no, that is forced as shit. And then when they talk about doing a female Avengers, no, 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 no. That doesn't make sense. What all the dudes just get like some rare dick disease and they have to like, they can't like get in, you know, they can't get in costume. No, the Avengers has been a mix. The Avengers has, has always been a mix. We're not going to have, you know, I know they're going to be trying to do that. Anytime they talk about doing a female, you know, female Fast and the Furious, female Avengers, I'm like, how is it that you could do that when there's not been a full on male Avengers or a male Fast and Furious. There's always been females, part of it. Hello. That's when you go, you're trying to be a little too woke. Okay. A little too much. A little too much right there because that's ridiculous. Now, we're supposed to have a mix. That's why Ghostbusters 2016 didn't work. Okay. Not to mention the writing was horrible. That script was horrible. The jokes were horrible. A lot of that movie was just fucking horrible. Okay. But they they thought they could just sell it on the fact of like oh it's just a, it's gonna be a full female crew and it was like okay and then they couldn't back it up they they were just banking on that they were just banking on the full female crew now we got a new Ghostbusters coming out hey we're gonna go it you know we're gonna have the old school and we're gonna have these new kids and it's gonna be guys and girls ha, how about that that's a crazy concept concept that just might work holy shit maybe we should have did that in 2016 yeah you should have you should have. <sighs> yes come on it's supposed to be equal it's supposed to all be on the same team that's what it is all right enough about that ah, all right let's talk about spider-man <laughs> jesus christ all right so um now, tomorrow, instead of just like, hey, you know, the Spidey trailer is going to show up. Oh, they're turning this into a, an entire event. Now, we've seen this before. I think they did this with uh, Batman or Superman, to be honest. They've done it with other things, too. But So, basically, what is happening is um, we have this poster right here, which, of course, is the lazy, stupid poster right here of uh the official poster apparently which is ridiculous um so we got trailer launch event with two with big surprises big surprises tuesday november 16th which is tomorrow 5 p.m 
which is my time, Pacific Standard Time. Doors open at 4 p.m., seated by 4.15. Regal Sherman Oaks. Seating is not guaranteed, blah, blah, blah. Then, of course, Jesus Christ, now every movie post, every event's going to have to have a COVID safety big, long thing because, you know, just show up in your hazmat suit. You'll be okay, darling. You'll be okay, darling. Exclusively in theaters. So this is what's happening. Uh, God, this poster sucks. Um, <laughs> so 4 p.m., doors open, seated by 4.45. And uh, you know what, guys? Yeah, I could easily probably go to this. I probably could have easily went to this. But uh, I live here. I live about an hour and change, probably outside of, like, L.A. or Sherman Oaks. And um, this is a bad time. 4 p.m. is a bad, bad 4 to 5 p.m. It's a for four to like eight p.m. Pretty much for four hours. It's a pretty much any time. Doesn't matter nowadays because the traffic is so bad in L.A. and trying to get into L.A. It would I would have to leave my house if I had to do this. I'd probably have to leave my house about no later than two thirty, two fifteen, two thirty to make sure that I would get there on time. Because God knows, and I just can't do that. I'm not going to fight L.A. traffic for a trailer just not gonna do it if i lived more you know closer to the area maybe i'd try to do it but i'm not gonna do it just not gonna do it now we're we're going to get the trailer online cool and i'm sure and i'm really hoping that the fan event reveal like i i hope all three of them come out tom toby and andrew just come walking out like yes guys finally we can reveal yes we're in the movie whatever that would be cool I really hope that is something more than just the trailer. It's going to be pretty damn disappointing if it's just the trailer for people, you know? But, uh, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm just going to sit at home like everybody else and just wait for the trailer. Uh, probably do a quick reaction to it. I don't know if it's going to show up right as it, uh, at 5 p.m. or shortly after. I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be interesting uh, because I'll probably do a reaction before the show tomorrow but then we'll talk about it we'll do a breakdown i'll probably do a breakdown on tomorrow's show you know we'll kind of run through it but i'll probably do my initial reaction depends if it hasn't shown up by six then i'll do a live reaction with you guys but i don't know so there was that so there was that and then um uh where am i at here so and then there's uh okay so more spider-man stuff right here we got um Hollywood's red carpet premiere will be held on Monday, December 17th. And so that's going to be interesting because it's like, all right, that's why I'm kind of wondering about this, this whole event right here. Are they just going to, and the trailer as well. It's like, are we finally just going to, are they just going to reveal that these two are in it? So then, so then not Toby, Toby's been okay. He's been, he has, he's been avoiding all this stuff, but can we just give some sanity to Andrew Garfield, please? The guy just keeps on getting asked about this movie like crazy. Are we finally going to get it where he he doesn't have to lie anymore? And they can just freely talk about it? It'll be okay? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Because then I wonder about the, the premiere. Are they going to sneak these two through the back? What's going to happen? You know? What's going to happen with these two? Are they just going to get a screener? Virtual premiere? I don't know. It's all interesting. So December 13th is when that's happening. Uh, and then, of course, um, where is it? The tr 
at uh, the new poster, which came out today. Oh, my God. I mean, <sighs> I, I, don't, I mean, I, I think Sony and Disney are just kind of like, fuck, who gives a fuck about the poster? Who gives a fuck about the poster? And there it is right there, guys. Oh, man, this is worse than the other one. I mean, it's essentially like they have they have Doc Ock's arms they could put all throughout. I mean, at least we have Spidey in a different pose. But then we got Doctor Strange. They're like, yeah, put Doctor Strange in there. And then again, put the goblin way back here again. Okay. And then we got all this crazy shit right here. This Doctor Strange kind of stuff right here. Yeah, this poster sucks. It sucks. But at the same time, I'm just kind of wondering, like, okay, Sony and, Mar- and Marvel Studios, they don't care. They know they got your money already. So why spend money on top-notch posters? It's almost like they're doing this on purpose, you know? Remember, we've always had the, you know, last last week with the whole John Campia leaks, which, as far as I could tell, John Campia is fine. He's not getting sued. There's nothing that's happening. Kind of makes you wonder, right? Kind of makes you wonder if the marketing was actually the leaks and they're not giving a shit about posters and whatnot. And they're like, well, we're going to do a fan event for the second trailer and we're going to do all this other stuff. We already know we got the money. We could save some money on marketing. Let's do it like this. It kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes you wonder. Makes you rub the chin, scratch the head. What the hell? Doesn't make sense. It's interesting. But yeah, this poster sucks. This poster really sucks, just like the other one. I think it sucks worse. Possibly does. And then there's a new rumor that is suggesting that uh, because we heard about Superman, Superman, Spider-Man freshman year that was announced at the the Disney Day, uh, Disney Plus Day on Friday. It's going to be an animated series. Now the rumor is that Marvel Studios may have plans to expand the Spider-Man story after Spider-Man No Way Home beginning with freshman year. So a lot of people were wondering, is it freshman year of high school? Is it freshman year of college? Sounding like it's going to be freshman year of college, which I think this could be pretty smart if they, of course, utilize Tom Holland and whatever. The plans include uh, uh, another movie trilogy and a season of the animated series to fill in the gaps between each movie. That is very smart. I really hope this rumor is true. That is really smart because it's fucking Spider-Man. I mean, this is what I, I mean, when you have, when you have um, characters like Spider-Man and characters like Batman, it's like, man, waiting two years, three years in between movies just to get like one story. I mean, there's so many stories, so many villains. The rogues gallery is just full, totally full. So it kind of makes you go like, God damn, I wish we could see more, which I'm happy with the fact of the matter that the Batman has a spinoff series, the GCPD series, where you can maybe fill in some of those gaps too and maybe get introduced to other villains as well. So that way, when it comes to the movie, you don't have to like do all this backstory or whatnot. So I really hope this is true. I really hope that this will do that. This will fill in the gaps. They'll have another trilogy and they'll introduce like so many other villains and whatever. And God knows what's going to be going on with the multiverse at the time and the Spideyverse. I don't know. But I think that's a pretty cool idea. And I hope that this rumor is, in fact, true, because I think that would do it justice. It would do it justice. I think it would do the stories and whatnot justice. But anyways, guys. Yeah. So when it comes to the trailer tomorrow, or if you're watching this uh, the day of, later today, um, 
Hopefully, I'll, I'll probably do a trailer reaction right before the show. And But if not, I'll do a live reaction. But for 100%, we'll be breaking down the, uh, the trailer tomorrow's show. So we'll see what's going on. Who knows? There's like I've been seeing stuff back and forth. You know, Andrew and Toby are not going to be in the trailer. I can understand. I can understand other people maybe not being in the trailer. You know, I can understand that. You know, I think you guys know what I'm talking about a certain blind person. I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, they don't need to have that person there. But at least uh, tease it a little bit. I don't know. Tease it. Look what the, that last Ghostbusters trailer, when they finally teased the old crew. It's like, we all know that the old crew's coming back. Tease it. And they teased it, I thought, pretty pretty awesomely. You saw them, and you know, did you miss us? You heard Bill Murray say that? Do something like that. Just kind of tease it, you know? Yeah. They better not spoil I mean, who knows? But, hey, if they don't, if they don't show them, that's perfectly fine by me. I'm sure Andrew Garfield desperately wants them. He's like, please, please, for the love of God, can you just show them? Show them! Show us! I mean, show us. I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of doing it. I'm tired of being asked. Damn it. Ugh. Poor guy. But his reactions are great. And I love the fact that he's going to be able to play Spider-Man again. I really that Hits me right here. Hits me right here. Okay. Oops, that's an old one. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's talk. Now let's talk some shit about these CBMs, man. Why not? Ridley Scott stirring up the pot. It's Ridley Scott's turn to throw some shade at the CBM world, which is perfectly fine. As much as I love comic book movies, and you know I do, obviously. <laughs> um uh, I love the fact that so these directors come out and just kind of, you know, eh, they throw some shade at it. Throw some shade at it. So this is what really Scott, so basically, uh, to narrow it down, because it was like a full-on, full-on article, uh, from Deadline, and here's the narrow it down right here. It says, Ridley Scott on superhero movies, their scripts are not any fucking good, but don't, why don't? They have better stories. They're mostly saved by special effects. Ouch! Their scripts are no fucking good. Ooh. They're not any fucking good. But here's the article right here. It was a full-on article from uh, Deadline. Ridley Scott won't let age of age or pandemic slow a storytelling appetite that brought House of Gucci and Last Duel, Napoleon, and more Gladiator up next. God, this guy is 80. What, how old is he now? He's 80-something years old. And this guy is just like one of the most prolific fucking directors right now. It is insane how much he's doing that. But uh, yeah, this is the uh, complete article right here. Scott began the fall with Last Duel, a fact-based Me Too tale set during Me Too tale. <laughs> I don't know if he was going for that, but uh, the wife, the knight, said uh, she was raped, blah, 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 all that. And then it told in a, uh, a Rashomon, a Rashomon style in three acts. The uh, Last Duel uh, culminates in a bloody mono uh, mono battle that was a final sanctioned fight to the death in France. I still I, I'm still want to really see that movie. Apparently, he's been working on House of Gucci since 2006, which uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, 
Angelina Jolie were once attached to, so that's been pretty crazy. He's been uh, trying to direct this for a while, which is crazy. It says right here, he's been working on the House of Gucci since two, 2006. Angelina and Leo were part of it. It's crazy. So, of course, it's the whole interview where he's talking about that. And, uh, yeah, mainly talking about House of Gucci, of course. Bruce Springsteen said you need to put in 10,000 hours of not being good before you're any good. Picasso said it's 10% talent and 90% hard work. Do it constantly and then it can be, oh my God, that is quite good. I like that. That's with everything, guys. That's what I like about Scott. He's looking at it differently. You know? He looked at Picasso saying 10% talent, 90% hard work. Okay? So... I got to up my hard work to, you know, my hard work right now is at like 40%. So I got to up it a little bit. Got to up it a little bit, you know. I might have talent to just talk shit, but, you know, I got to up the hard work a little bit more. I get a little lazy sometimes. I do. I definitely do. So, <laughs> this is ridiculous. My God. Jared Leto, everybody. Jared Leto. That's right. That is Jared Leto, who, uh, you know, we've all seen what he actually looks like. It's just crazy. That is crazy. Skip the ad. Come on, you stupid thing. But yeah, I mean, you can go through this whole thing. He talks a lot of things about everything. Bruce Springsteen, yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure exactly where, you know, scrolling through, it's like, oh, where exactly where do you talk about CBM? I don't know. How do you shoot a big film in foreign locales so quickly? Uh, well, yeah, what she loved was because she's used to being on the boards on the stage what i try to do with actors is i i'm the only one who does this which is bizarre i shoot a minimum of four uh minimum of four cameras all the time it means that a scene scheduled for a day or two days will be done in half the time the scene scheduled for a day i'll be finished at 11 o'clock a two-day schedule i'll be finished on the first day so right there we are catching myself up and getting ahead of where the schedule was. The key of why this uh, was done by me was when an actor is supporting another actor off camera, it's up to them to be very supportive and act up a storm for them on camera. Well, what are you doing and you're using your up juice? You're telling the joke again and again. Now I've gotten to be a two-take Charlie. I'll say, you want to do it again? You want to go again? They go, no, we got it. I say, good, let's move on. But the people who have to do it 90 fucking times, the person off camera is dying. And by the time the camera comes around on them, uh, he knows he is done and in a bit flaccid. <laughs> See, there's a method to Ridley Scott's mad, uh, madness. Four cameras, make sure that you're getting all angles so then you have less takes. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting when you, ha when you hear about, like, the multiple, multiple, multiple takes. It's like you have rehearsals, you have all this, and you have two, if, especially if you have two actors on the screen, they're supporting one another. It's like, yeah, cover both at the same time as opposed to doing one coverage and then doing take after take after take and then finally doing the other coverage. See, this is why Ridley Scott is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So... Yeah, mainly just talking about Last Duel and everything. I don't even know. Like I said, it's a long article. I can't even remember to pinpoint it. Uh, your main... Oh, this is it right here. Your main gripe 
about superhero movies. Their scripts are not any fucking good. I think I've done three great scripted superhero movies. One would be Alien with Sigourney Weaver. One would be fucking Gladiator. And one would be Harrison Ford, Blade Runner. There you go. They're, they're superhero movies. So why don't the superhero movies have better stories? Sorry, I got off the rail. But, I mean, come on! They're mostly saved by special effects. And that's becoming boring for anyone, for everyone who works with special effects, if you've got the money. Damn, just throwing it out there. Even saying the VFX artists are bored. They're bored. Maybe they are, who knows. But I love the fact that he was like, oh yeah, I already made some fucking superhero movies. Basically saying, you know, Alien, Gladiator, and Blade. Which, yeah, I guess you could say that somewhat, you know. I mean, he changed the, the sci-fi horror genre, that's for damn sure. So... There you go. So Ridley Scott throwing that shade at the CBMs, the superheroes and whatnot. But like I said, how 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 could he? You can't argue with it. You really can't argue with it. You you can't. As much as we can love it, we got to respect this man's opinion about it. You really got to do it. You really got to expect the man's opinion because it's Ridley goddamn Scott. I mean, there's nothing you could do about that. It's Ridley Scott. You got to respect the opinion. If people get all huffy puffy, or if Marvel fanboys or anybody else that got offended by this, go fuck yourself. Okay? <laughs> it's Ridley Scott. Now, is every one of his movies like top notch? No. That's not, I mean, that's impossible. There's no way. You know? There's no way. You have a shit ton of movies that you've made over... How many decades? You're going to have a couple of stinkers, okay? Not many. Not many, of course, but you can't sit there and tell me, you know, you can't sit there and be like, well, Ridley Scott's wrong. Really? Really? You know, Scorsese too? No, you're going to say that these guys are kind of like wrong? No, they're not, okay? They're just kind of, they're seeing where everything's going, and, you know, and it sucks when, like, a movie, like, like Last Duel didn't do much, in the box office, which kind of sucks. And I think he, he actually does talk about that in that article. It does kind of suck that his that movie didn't do so well, even though like it got praised critically. A lot of people praised it, and I can't wait to watch it um, just to see what everybody's like raving about. Apparently, there's a scene in there that just makes you kind of like sick to your stomach. So I'm like, all right, that's good. Uh, it's something to look forward to, or not, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just... Who cares? It, it's Ridley Scott. If you're offended by it, you know, that's sad for you. I don't... Who gives a shit? It's Ridley Scott. Okay? Ridley Scott. <laughs> Getting offended. And eh, whatever. Gotta love it. All right. Let's talk about this box office. Let's talk about the box office report right here. Not really much came out. I mean, there was a couple new movies that came out. So here's the box office uh, right here. Uh, Belfast was one of the new movies that came out. I almost went and saw it. I almost went and saw it. But on Thursday, I was just like, eh, man, I just want to take a night off. Because I've, I've seen like movies for like the past like sh- like five weeks. So I didn't go see it. But, you know, it's going to be it's, it's Oscar bait. It's definitely Oscar bait. So this movie's going to get a lot of praise during award season for sure. So. Uh, and so is Clifford the Big Red Dog. Clifford the Big Red Dog is going to get a ton, ton of awards, Oscar, all, everything. My God. It's just going to, no. Um, I, you know, it's funny as though I, I read these books. I have, my mom probably still has some of the books somewhere in a crate somewhere. But yeah, I was, I was a big Clifford the Big Red Dog 
Um, I read the, you know, read the books. I didn't really read the books. Come on. I was like four, two, whatever, three. You know, I looked at the, hey, oh my God, it's a big red dog. I mean, that's the appeal of Clifford, the big red dog, is he's big and he's red. But when you're an adult, you kind of go like, how many people did he kill? Okay. He looks like Cujo. Okay, but he's so, but he's adorable, right? So, and you know, what's kind of funny too is about this movie when, it, when the trailer came out, it was like, all right, you know, all of us adults were like, well, this looks horrible, but it's like, it's not for us. It's not for us. Apparently it did very well. I don't, I forgot which streaming service it's a part of. Is it Paramount? Yeah, Paramount. Apparently it was on Paramount Plus, same day, and apparently it did really good because guess what? Kids and for being a movie like this, 22 million, 22.2 domestic, not too shabby. Definitely not too shabby. But uh, the biggest thing was, uh, no, yeah, there's that poster. Oh, it's this. This right here. Uh, when it came to new movies over the weekend, like I said, uh, Red Notice came out. And apparently it had the biggest opening day in Netflix film history. I thought this was fake at first. I was like, no, nah, they're just making, oh, no, wait, it is real. I don't know. I guess it is. Crazy. So, yeah. Dwayne Johnson, of course, retweeted it. Seven Bucks uh, Productions, his uh, production company. Thank you for making Red Notice, Red Notice opening day the biggest in Netflix history. A proud Seven Bucks achievement. Thank you to our global audience. Much more work to be done. Yeah, because if you watch it, obviously they do leave it open for a sequel, which pretty much this guarantees that there's going to be another Red Notice sequel. And, uh, you know, I mean, we could look at Samba TV. I guess it said it got 4.2 million, according to Samba TV. But again, Samba TV is, does that? I mean, it's, it's more. It's definitely more. But 4.2 for just being smart TVs, that's all they kind of look at. So they don't look at the whole thing. But yeah, apparently this thing was pretty huge over the weekend. So this is what's going to be happening, though, guys. I mean, that's it's it, it's crazy how this movie, like I said, it wasn't anything like, holy shit, you know, it wasn't anything like how some of these shows are right now, like your Squid Games and whatnot, where you just go like, oh, my God, you need to watch this. This movie is just like, yeah, watch it when you can. It's going to be there. It's fun. These these three are very likable. They're the most likable fucking like actors right now. Now watch them interact with each other in a heisty, good guy, bad guy, twisty kind of movie that's very much, uh, you know, um, it's got that journey through all, all these different places. You know, it's got national treasure, treasure vibes. It's got, uh, you know, spy like vibes. It's got, you know, it's just it's a fun. It's hard to just. I, I hate saying fun, though. I, you know me. I hate saying the F word. Fun, 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 fun. It's so fun. It's fun, guys. It's fun. It's so fun. I hate saying fun. It's just entertaining. It's one of those movies you could put on in the background. You have, like, people over. You could watch it. And you don't have to really keep up with the story too much. You, you get the story. You know? You really do. So don't say that, Dave. Gal is evil because she's... Oh, wow. Yeah. Gal's evil because she's from there. Nah. She seems like a sweetheart. And that red dress, man. That red dress. Ha! My God. Cheers to the red dress. That's for sure. But congratulations to those guys. That's right. It's it's just a good movie. It's a good time. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So those were the three topics right there. So let's go to your Twitter questions. 
See what you guys have to say on the Twitch, the Twitter questions. All right. All right, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Do you plan, uh, Darren, do you plan on rewatching the Spider-Man movies before No Way Home? And do and do you have the new issues of Batman 89 and Batman Imposter? I do not. I actually meant to get Batman Imposter, and I went to the comic book shop that's over in my mall right here. They did not have any copies, which I guess could be a good thing in the fact that people are buying it, but did not catch it over here, so I got to go to that really good comic book store that's over the hill right here, which I haven't been there in like a month, because every time I go there, I almost spend 100 bucks. I mean, it's very hard not to. They have McFarlane figures. They have walls of fucking Funkos, and of course, they have books like crazy, so it's very hard not to spend like about 100 bucks right there, and I'm kind of was like, I need to pinch the pennies a little bit, but you know. So eventually I'll uh, I'll get it, but uh, I'm up to date on Batman '89 and really 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 enjoying it. Really enjoying uh, Batman '89 and just the fact that it's like yeah, what could have been? What could have been? Uh, let's see letters uh, letters. Uh, I was making a joke because people were talking about doing a letter writing campaign again, and those don't work. Uh, anyways. Anyway, Patreon stream when, Dave? Maybe since it can't be Thanksgiving week, maybe Saturday night. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it. See what uh, see what I have trying to plan on doing before that. But I'll let I'll let you patrons know when we're doing that, another one. But that could be it. Definitely could be it. Ronak. Hey, Dave. Question. I do not follow comics a lot, but I was wondering in multiverse concept why. Are there multiple same heroes, but no multiple same villains? P.S. I only bought two movies in my life. Can you guess them? It involves character death and resurrection. Hmm. P.S. I've only bought two films in my life. Can you guess them? It involves character death and resurrection. Um, Man of Steel and BBS. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Maybe. I don't know. Um, multiverse. I mean... Yeah, when it well, I mean, obviously, when it when, when it comes to comic books, you just you, it's just the same characters but drawn differently. And yeah, sometimes it's not canon. Um, you know, you have little side stories, and then they kind of tweak some of the backstories or whatnot. There's so many of those. Um, when it comes to well, when it comes to the CBMs and doing multiverse and and and, and whatever, I mean. It's a new concept, so there's really not much you could really, I don't know, we could really say about it because, I mean, now we're just like really getting into the thick of multiverse when it comes to both universes, so it's still fairly new. But what, what's cool about it is, you know, especially when it comes to like Flash, we've had two other versions of Flash that they can utilize. Spider-Man, there's been two other versions of Spider-Man, so that's why it kind of kind of works, kind of works. But we have had two goblins. We've had had you know we've had that at least when it comes to villains, two goblins. Um, but I think it's just because you know when it comes to the movies and when it comes to Spider-Man, they didn't want to do the same villains over and over again. That's why you know when you look at it, they they try to go like ah let's do something a little different. But you know when it came to the goblin, you had to have the goblin because that's Spidey's main 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 uh, villain right there. So. All right, Mr. Q. Uh-oh, should I take a hit? 
This time I will ask something related to movie industry. Oh, he's not doing philosophical shit, not doing riddles. Don't you think we have had enough comics-based movies? Is the market saturated with these types of movies, or is it still popular and in high demand? It still is because the reason why is because you only get about two or three a year. But then again, you do get a lot of shows too. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there, and I think it's still in high demand because I think now that we have the streaming paradigm is now we just want more and more and more. We do, and 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 that's just the fact of the matter. I I do hope, I I, I what I hope about it is like I want to get some more ex- obscure comics. I want to get into like the dark horse comics, like those kind of comics. Your ghost, your the masks, you know. Um, maybe do a proper Hellboy, uh, which they kind of, they already did, you know, Del Toro did a pretty hot, proper, proper Hellboy. Um, you know, there's so much out there. There really is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. It's just the way everything is. I mean, at one point, old, you know, West, West, old West, old Westerns and shit like that. Your John, your John Waynes and whatever the hell, those movies were like the king and then they disappeared and uh then they kind of came back and then you know it's just it's just the it's just the way it is it's going to be interesting though because it's like how long can we bank on cape shit and nostalgia before we just and then it's funny too because then then you have these shows like squid game or uh whatever that just comes out and just totally just grabs everybody's attention it's crazy ryan looking forward to a lot of new marvel stuff secret evasion but i can't help thinking this this one uh (laughs) yeah exactly yeah he looks badass right there but my god a stupid uh, alien cat scratched his eye carrie so what were you so what were you hoping disney bust day nice uh, to deliver, uh, which they didn't give. That's the Obi-Wan trailer, just like everybody else. I just wanted to get the Obi-Wan trailer. I didn't really, I didn't think there was going to be much of else but announcements. I really wanted to see an, uh, an Obi-Wan trailer, a teaser. A tease would have been even better. I was hoping for release dates for some of their shows, that and maybe a bit more info about Armor Wars, as that's one of the series I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that one too, actually. Um, but yeah, my main thing was the Obi-Wan trailer, just like a lot of other people. Jordan, hey Dave, okay, tomorrow is the big Spider-Man Day event, so what is the most likely thing that will happen? One, just show extended trailer and Q&A with cast, could be, show a fight scene from the movie, or show the whole flipping movie. See, I was thinking that maybe they were going to show like the first 10 minutes of the movie. They did that with Dune, they had that, you know, where they, they held like a screening and you showed like the, like the first 10 minutes of Dune or whatever, so maybe, I don't know something like that could be there's, there's gonna be more there's got to be more than just a trailer that's the thing there's got to be more than just a trailer just to have people just show up in la or la area for just a trailer i just can't see the see it not being more than that it's got to be more if they tease, okay so javier if they tease toby and andrew it'll probably be something similar to this yeah yeah definitely totally i totally agree with that yeah Anyone else get one of these? Oh, wait a minute. They're actually, wait, how did you get one of those? I thought they weren't, were they selling this physical copy? That's interesting. Or is that a fake, is that a, is that a foo ray? <laughs> is that a foo ray? Interesting, Paul. 
Mr. Murdoch. The more I think about it, the more I'm sure that there is a longer, perhaps different, and overall more cohesive and better version of Rise of Skywalker. No deleted scenes have ever materialized from the film, which is odd. No director's commentary either. Oh, yeah. They kept that shit on the wraps. They are moving forward. They don't care. Sucks. I know. Edward of many fandoms. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill, right? What are you talking about? Everybody's being red pill nowadays in their political sense. <laughs> Ugh. Master Chief approves. Yes. Yes, he does. And that's going to be an interesting series. Looking forward to it, though. I will say that. I will say that. Anyways, guys, all right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, and I appreciate you guys spending time with me on this Monday. Of course, Monday shows are always longer than the rest of the shows. Can't complain about that, right? Just a lot of lot of stuff, but uh, yep. Um, so, of course, I'll be uh, cutting all this out tomorrow, you know, the different uh, Film Junkie shots. So if you didn't catch it all, you can catch it then, or, you know, I'll chapter it out. I always chapter out the uh, the, the streams after I'm done, so. But yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's a pretty big day with the uh, Spider-Man trailer. Like I said, if it shows up before the show, I'll probably do a reaction video, and maybe there'll be a delay for when I start the stream, but then we'll definitely do a breakdown of the trailer on the, on the, uh, on the stream tomorrow, but if it shows up you know, in the six o'clock hour, then guess what? I'll do a live reaction with you guys. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. And it'll be interesting to see what they actually do at this event. Because like I said, there's no way that it's just a trailer. That was it guys. Go home. It's like, no, it just seems like somebody's going to be showing up. I don't know. And like I said, maybe they'll finally just be like, Hey, yeah, these guys, Toby and Andrew are in fact, they're in this fucking thing so and then maybe they'll show up on stage that'd be pretty sweet to be honest that'd be pretty sweet but who knows what's gonna happen anyways guys make sure you smash that like thumbs up hey you can't hit that dislike anymore <laughs> actually you still can you still can and that's what's funny you still can technically just can't see it publicly it's weird but uh yeah smash that like thumbs up make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to join be a member and help out the pirate ship a little bit more Appreciate that. Like I said, I do every Tuesday. I do a members-only post-show stream, and then of course I got Patreon right there, which really helps out the pirate ship. I try to do some extra stuff on there, and like I said, the Patreon stream I try to do once a month. So we got that, and then of course the uh, film junkie closet down below with merchandise and all of that good stuff. But uh, anyways, guys, we'll see you t- guys tomorrow at same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys, talk to you later. Mm-hmm.